What is up, you beautiful human? Hello and welcome back to the Raw, Real and Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Beck Antonucci. Fan fucking happy new year. I hope that you saw out 2022 and open 2023 with a bang. I actually love the countdown. I know everyone's like, New Year's is overrated. I love the countdown. I love the countdown. I love the countdown. And I just hope that you had the best time doing whatever it is that you did. I'm so excited to see you in 2023 all together. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being such an incredible part of this journey. My podcast is something that I love. And all of you who connect with me privately to let me know that I'm in your ears and impacting you in really powerful ways, it excites me. I love every new woman that I meet and get to know that you're tuning in and listening. And when you share with me uniquely what you receive, it excites me. So please know that I am so welcome to you continuing to do that more and more and more and more. It's such a pleasure. Today's episode is a reflection piece all about the time that I put my herpes diagnosis on my dating profiles. And I'm sharing with you how it was actually the final piece of the puzzle supporting me to break through and break free from herpes internalized shame. At the time at which I put it on my dating profiles, I had been loud, proud and public for a really long time, but there was still a piece that was missing and Tinder helped me with that. I know, so weird, right? You'd never think, oh, you think I'm going to go to a personal development workshop, I'm going to work with a coach, I'm going to work through all my emotions around rejection and judgment and I'm like, yeah, yeah, and go ahead and put it on Tinder and that will really (laughs) accelerate your growth tenfold. I share with you what Tinder, Bumble and Hinge did for me. And I also speak to you about the focus that our wounded egos do when we look at certain events, situations, people and people in our lives. And I really clearly demonstrate the opportunities that we rob both ourselves and others from when we're so attached to fixating on and focusing on what doesn't serve us fixating on and focusing on our limitations. There is a whole world of people that would love to open up their heart and their life to you. There are so many people who would love to have the opportunity to get to know you. There are so many people who would love to fuck the shit out of you. There are so many people who would fully accept you and support you on your acceptance journey as well. And we can be so fixated on the people who won't love us, who won't accept us, who won't choose us, that we put blocks in the way, stopping us from truly living our lives. And I hope this podcast episode today lights a firecracker up your asshole to really make you see what you're focusing on, the lens through which you are viewing the world and you are viewing people. And potentially you'll start to realize that you're the one robbing yourself. You're the one projecting judgment and shame, and you're the one projecting assumption on others. Instead of assuming that people are going to judge us, why don't we assume that people are going to love us? There are so many people in this world who would love to love you, but it starts with you loving you. And my Tinder, Bumble and Hinge profiles really supported me in breaking those last bits of shame away from myself. As a fully embodied, fully expressed woman who tests positive for herpes and is loud, proud and all kinds of things on the internet. Fam, I hope you love listening to today's episode just as much as I loved recording it, if you love it screenshot it, share it to your story, tag me so I can connect with you if you feel like it's a little bit of an edge and a stretch to tag a 
a podcast that's all about herpes, if you're trying to keep it nice and quiet, just send me a little private DM and let me know how it supported you because when you connect with me, it really fuels my fire. If you're listening to this in lifetime, I have a two-day challenge coming up this weekend, supporting women to really take 2023 by the lady balls. So if you're thinking of coming along, if you're looking to feel activated, alive, aligned and inspired by me, there are limited spaces available. Head to the link in my show notes and grab your spot because I fucking love to see you there. Strap yourself in, fam. Let's fucking go. Did you know that putting my herpes diagnosis in the bio of my dating online profiles was one of the best decisions that I ever made when it comes to breaking free from the shame of testing positive for herpes? I know it sounds a little bit odd, so hear me out because a lot of you are probably like, fuck no, am I ever doing that? But hear me out, fam. When I desired to break free from the shame of herpes, the first piece of that was actually me breaking free from the fear of what other people might think knowing it about me. So my journey with herpes was never really about the virus itself. It got to a point in time where I realized the virus for me was a virus of the mind. It was this loud siren in the back of my head that was constantly screaming, you have herpes, you have herpes. If only they knew you have herpes, this guy probably wouldn't be talking to you right now if he knew that you have herpes. It was this constant voice that I just needed silence. And I did everything that I could, everything in my power to heal myself, to heal myself naturally, to cure myself. I think a lot of us have gone down that path online. Is there a cure? I was like, there probably is in the plant. There is a plant medicine in the Amazon that a shaman has that big farmer is keeping us from and I need to access it. And I was really committed to my path of proving that you could, that I could heal this virus naturally. And ultimately, I realized the virus spec doesn't exist anywhere except in your thoughts. And so maybe if you did the work on your thoughts, that would actually be your healing versus needing to heal yourself from the virus. And it was. So when I went public on Facebook, and I know a lot of you know my journey now, I got my phone out one day and I declared to myself, line in the sand, I'm choosing myself no matter what people think about me and what people think knowing that I test positive for the herpes virus. I choose me. This is me reclaiming my personal power back. This is me reclaiming my bullied inner teenager. This is my reclamation. And I did it. However, complete transparency, I hadn't fully broken free from the shame of testing positive because we test positive and we carry a lot of internalized shame with that. There was still, yeah, fears of what dating would look like and fears of what life would look like with me being so public and loud on the internet and just a lot of stuff that existed for me. And then I had this funny scenario where I received three random messages to my Instagram in the matter of a couple of weeks from three men in Perth. And all three men had met three women in Perth and all three women had disclosed to these men that they test positive for herpes. And all three men had never come across a woman who tests positive for herpes before. And one of them had shared with their friends, his friends, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do about this. I don't know what questions to ask. I'm overwhelmed. I don't want to project shame onto her. I want to ask her questions. I don't want to ask questions. And then those questions shame her. What the fuck do I do? And one of his friends was like, oh, I'm pretty sure there's this chick that talks all about it on the internet, Becca Antonucci. So I get a message to my IG. I actually got three of them that said something along the lines of, and this isn't verbatim because this was so many years ago now, but said something along the lines of, hey, Beck, this might seem odd. And I know that I'm a stranger. Uh, 
I've met someone, she's told me she has herpes. I have so many questions and I don't want her to feel judged or shamed by me asking her them. I'm trying to rack my brains around it. Google doctor is no help. And I've seen on your page, don't go to the Google doctor. Would you mind letting me buy you a coffee and us have a chat about it? So maybe you can help me. And I received this text and I received it from two other men that over the next couple of weeks. So weird because I never received one again, but that week I was like, I got three messages. I must, more must be coming. (laughs) And I thought, oh my God, if I was me years and years ago going through this intense shame and all of a sudden had this courage to disclose and the guy that I disclosed to reached out for help and someone had the opportunity to have a coffee with him to put his mind at ease, that would have felt so good for me. So I was like, of course, this is going to be my good deed. This is my little Samaritan tick of of approval for Becca Antonucci. So I was like, yeah, sure, I'll have a coffee with you. And I had a coffee with this man. And then I had two more coffees. And they were all really great guys and they had a lot of questions. And yeah, we had some really great and very honest conversation about the things that the women had shared with them, their fears about the virus. One of them said, you know, I've researched it and for a lot of people, it's very easy, but what if I'm one of the unlucky ones? And then for the rest of my life, I just get chronic outbreaks. Like if I get it like you, Beck, and it's one outbreak every now and again when I'm stressed, like, fuck yeah, I can navigate that. But what if I'm one of those unlucky people that just is constantly in a state of chronic outbreak? Then what will I do? And, you know, it was, it was just beautiful, the level and the depth of questioning and the willingness that these men went to research and empower themselves with knowledge and their desire to be able to ask questions but not project any more shame onto these women and the amount of respect that they had for these women sharing their truths with them. It was really beautiful. And so I had these conversations. And then after the conversation, I was reflecting on it and I thought to myself, well, what am I going to do about this? I can't be having coffees with every man in Perth that wants to date a woman in Perth with herpes because there's a fucking lot of us. <laughs> there's a fucking lot of us. <laughs> I don't have time for coffees with men who want to date women with herpes all the time. So I was like, what am I going to do about this? And I thought to myself, well, the conversation really needs to be normalized in the space that conversation gets to be had. And that's where I had the idea. Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, That is where these men need to see the conversation about herpes. And I wasn't on dating profiles at the time. And I thought to myself, I'm going to fish where the fish are. I'm going to put my dating profile up on these apps and put a big header that says, my name's Beck. I test positive for the herpes virus. Now that that's out in the open, let's move on to what's really important. And I put it up on all three sites. And yet it actually, that was my intention. My intention was to normalize the uncommon conversation in the space that the conversation really needs to be had so that when these men are swiping and they meet this beautiful woman who they're really interested in and that woman goes and has a sexual health conversation, that maybe a few days prior, he was like, oh yeah, I actually was swiping. I saw this random chick and she also has herpes. It's not that uncommon. My deepest desire was simply to normalize it. And at the time, I didn't truly realize it yet, but I hadn't fully moved through my shame. I'd spoken about it publicly and I was willing to own myself fully in the eyes of others, but there was an element of shame that still really existed for me. The dating profiles changed that. See, when we're in the shame of herpes, we're so fixated on who will reject us, on who will not choose us, on who will fear transmission if they were to sleep with us. Our eyes and our mind, what we focus on expands, what we think about grows. We're so fixated on that group of humans. And yes, absolutely, there are a lot of people who do not want to fuck you because you have herpes. There are a lot of people who do not want to date you because you have herpes. And guess what? There are a lot of people that are okay with it. 
There are a lot of people who don't want to date you and fuck you for many other reasons other than herpes. <laughs> but herpes can be one of them. We all have, I've said this so many times, we all have our own biases and personal preferences. Like my partner is tall. I like a taller man. My partner is thick and solid. I like a solid, big man. I'm attracted to a solid, big, strong man. My aligned partner is not small and fragile. He just isn't. And there's lots of women that love smaller, slender men. We all have our own unconscious biases and preferences. I prefer a man that isn't a nine-to-five worker. I prefer someone with a freedom slash entrepreneurial mindset. I have dated men who have nine to five work mentalities and don't understand the kind of life that I live. It creates conflict. I love someone that is working towards the same similar things as me. I love someone who really doesn't give a fuck what people think about him and us. I love someone who celebrates like my really loud, authentic expression online. But I love a very rough, alpha kind of like pretty but more rough looking man I don't like him too pretty I don't like a very very pretty boy I think Jake I do actually think Jake has a beautiful face but he's for him he's like rough manly and I'm like oh I love that there's certain things that we all like and don't like simple as that if you think my podcast is good wait until you lean in and work with me My loves, the doors for true transformation are now open. This is your opportunity to powerfully claim 2023 and make it the year that you desire it to be. Want to speak your needs, set clear boundaries, call in what's meant for you, embody the confidence to say no, break away from the fear of rejection and learn to ask for what you want? Do you desire to be a yes to your yes and equally know your no? Are you sick of settling? Are you sick of sabotaging? Are you ready to reclaim your personal power? True Transformation is 10 intensive weeks with me to support you to break free from shame, break through unworthiness, activate your unique voice, and live your life alive, aligned, and on fire. My programs are fully supported with high-level accountability. No one gets to hide. Want to join us? We start January 10th. Head to the link in my show notes and apply today. Let's fucking go. So we all have our own unconscious biases, preferences, desires. We all say no to people all day long. We're saying no without actually saying, I'm saying no to you. But what we do when it comes to the herpes virus is we attach so much shame to it. Like some men love blondes. Some men love really, really curvaceous women. Some men love really, really slender women. Like we're all going to not always be everyone something. We just get to accept that. So if you looked at herpes, like you looked at the size of your breasts or your height or a man's height or a man's bank balance or a man's job or a man's values or man's lifestyle or a man's integrity, and you realize that it's just a preference and an unconscious bias, I think it'll really support you in the dating game. Like anyone that's into blondes is not going to be into me. Anyone that's into someone that's quite submissive and doesn't speak up for herself and doesn't say no and is just really just like a yes person. I say that to Jake all the time. Like, (laughs) I'm here to challenge the shit out of you because I'm never just going to bow down. If someone wants someone that is like, I'm not fucking easy. I'm not easy to get along with. I think I'm hard work. I think I'm high maintenance. I read one of Jake's posts recently and he was like, and my highly demanding relationship. (laughs) Like I am. I'm highly demanding. I am. I am hard work. It's just 
a part of who I am. I don't have a desire to break through and break free from that. I am who I am. I come with a level of difficulty. I'm very emotional. Sometimes I create stories about things. I throw tantrums. I like things a certain way. I just am who I am and how I am. And I'm very okay with that. And the person that loves me loves me fully. And yes, it can be frustrating, but they still choose me with all of these parts of me, including the herpes virus. Some men would be like, I just want someone that's fucking easy to get along with. Nothing's too much of a hassle, low expectations. Like I'm fucking demanding. <laughs> that's how I am. I'm demanding. I'm not going to change. Therefore, anyone listening to this right now is like, herpes is a fucking piece of cake. <laughs> the rest of her is a pain in the ass. Jake will tell you that if you're like, the herpes thing, don't give a shit about. The rest of her, hard, hard work. <laughs> She's fun, super loving, so playful, very affectionate, but highly demanding. And that's what I mean, fam. Some men would just be like, I am a no to that. I want easygoing, laid back, chill. Easygoing, laid back, and chill are three words not used to describe me. So I'm very much accepting of people that would like someone easygoing, laid back, and chill aren't going to want to be in relationship with me. I look at that the exact same as someone will just be like, I don't want to date someone with the herpes virus. Like, that's okay. This is something that's come across my path that now I live with and some people are going to be a no to that. It doesn't mean anything about me. A man who wants a partner who's laid back, easy and chill, it doesn't mean anything about me that he doesn't want to be with a highly demanding girlfriend. He just chooses to be with someone easygoing, laid back and chill. That's his preference. Awesome. Like, I like tall men. I'm not shaming short men. I want you to get people like, yeah, but the shame, the shame of herpes. No, I'm not shaming short men. I'm not walking past short men going, oh, you're short. I'm just not attracted to a short man. I'm just not. I don't want to fuck a short man. I'm just not going to. Unconscious biases and preferences without shaming other people. I love my partner to be healthy and super fit. Jake is literally the fittest man I know. I find so much attraction and strength aligns with my core values for health to be with someone that puts a lot of effort into their physical fitness. It really aligns with my values. So someone who's lazy or doesn't like going to the gym or doesn't like lots of things that Jake and I do revolve around activities and exercise, activities, games, exercise, and food. We love eating. We love working out. We love playing games. We love being adventurous. That's how we spend and share time together. So is it someone that just likes to lay down indoors? I used to say to my old, my ex-partner, I was like, I fucking hate the word relax. He used to love the word relax. He always wanted to relax. I'm like, I want to do shit. I want to do shit. I want to do shit. So someone that just loves to relax. I'm not shaming people who love to relax. It's just not aligned with me. That's what we get to understand. We put all our effort and energy into looking at the people who don't want us. Like, oh my God, there's all these, this huge group of humans who don't want to fuck people with herpes. But if you look in the other direction, there's a huge group of humans that are like, I don't think it's a big deal. Isn't it really common? There's a skin condition. You can manage it holistically, manage your stress. You know, it's okay. My big sister has it. My little sister has it. My brother has it. My mum has cold sores. It's okay. Like there are heaps of people that just think it's okay. So the fact that your wounded ego wants to fixate on the people who are not okay with you testing positive for the herpes virus, that's your fucking work to do. I've given you an analogy in the past. I want to give you an example of how ego can and cannot work. And this is going to relate to the people who would choose you and the people who won't choose you, the people who are non-accepting, the people who are very accepting. Say you walk into a party, and I'm pretty sure Jake gave me this analogy. 
there's a hundred people in this room. 90 people are dancing to the music. They're having the best time. They're like, yes, this is the best party we've ever gone to. Your mind is the cameraman. Now the cameraman can look at those 90 people. Now, if we look at those 90 people, we're going to see a party that's having an incredible time, a group of people that are having an incredible time at this party. Or the cameraman can see there's 10 people, 10 of the 100. So 10% of this party are sitting in chairs, they're on their phone, they're scrolling, they don't like the music, they're bored, they're seeing how much an Uber is to get home, they hate it here, they hate the music, they hate the people, it's shit. All right? 90% incredible party. 10% not having a good time. Your internal cameraman has an opportunity to choose in that moment. I can turn the camera towards the 90 people having a fucking incredible time or I can turn the camera towards the 10 people having a shit time. Whatever I choose to look at, remember what I focus on expands. If I look at the 10 people having a shit time, I'm going to see a shit party. If I look at the 90 people having an incredible time, I'm going to see an amazing party and I want to be a part of it. Your ego is the same. There are some people that do not want to date or fuck people with herpes and a part of you is like, let's look at them. But if you just move your camera the other way, there is heaps of people that are like, I would date you. I would accept you. I would support you to feel love around this. How can I help you? Tinder supported me to see exactly this because when you swipe, you can only match with people who have matched with you. I put it in big block letters. I test positive for the herpes virus. Now that that's out in the open, let's move on to what's really important. And you know what? I couldn't see anyone that was like, fuck no, no, ugh, herpes. Like, I don't even know if people are reacting that way, but you know, this is what I ego. Oh, she has herpes. This is the worst thing ever. Disgusting. No one will ever fuck her. Isolate yourself and don't interact with the rest of society. <laughs> who knows? Fuck, I'm funny. What Tinder showed me was all the people who were a yes to exploring an opportunity to go on a date with me, knowing that I test positive for herpes. And I put men and women on there. So instead of my wounded ego being able to fixate on the 10 people at the party who weren't dancing or the 10 people of the 100 who don't want to consider dating me with the herpes virus, the only way that my camera could now look was at all the people that were open to the conversation. Well, there really was a part of me that thought maybe there are not that many people that are open to this conversation. But there were heaps of people. Heaps. I received lots of me too's. I received lots of, fuck, you are ballsy woman. I love your confidence, your integrity, your courage. That's sexy and it's hot. There was also people that said, hey, I know nothing about what herpes is. Can you tell me a little about what this would mean for me if we were to explore this? But it was incredible conversation. Me too and or acknowledgement, and or can I ask you some questions? What a fucking outcome. And in the process of that, I shattered all my limiting beliefs around people not wanting to be with me because I test positive for herpes. And I realized, oh my fucking God, where is my camera focused? Where do I fixate on? Because what we focus on expands. I was that entire time fixated and focused on the people that potentially might judge me completely annihilating and forgetting and not giving an opportunity to all the people that would love to say either me too or I fucking celebrate the shit out of you, your confidence is sexy, or may I please ask you some questions about this. 
All three answers are a fucking win. All three answers took me so much closer towards my own acceptance of self and my acceptance of others and my willingness to give people an opportunity. And it showed me how many fucking people am I not giving an opportunity to because I'm projecting onto them that they're going to judge me. I'm the one that's projecting judgment. I'm saying, hey, I'm not going to tell you. I don't trust you. You're going to judge me. You're going to try and tell me that I'm bad or wrong. Yet all of these people proved me wrong, proved that otherwise. All these people showed me that I was the one projecting judgment. Yes, there are going to be a few people that goes. Yes, there are going to be a few people that say, I'm not okay with it. Yes, there are going to be a few people that say, hey, my sister went through this and I just saw her go through so much pain. I just can't. So there's going to be some people that say, I respect you and I have an autoimmune condition. I just can't take, it's too much of a risk for me. And there are so many other people that are going to say, thank you for your honesty and it's not a big deal for me. I'm telling you, fam. Tinder, Hinge, and Bumble, putting it on my dating platforms, changed the game for me when it came to my own acceptance. And now this is an invitation for all of you to just go and put it on your Tinder, Hinge, and Bumble bio. In fact, having people know it about you and sharing publicly, yeah, it's a really big deal because obviously there are implications to that. Who do I want to have know this thing about me? And you're all going to have a story attached to it. Oh, that guy that I had sex with six months ago that I didn't disclose to, or the person that I'm currently dating that I haven't disclosed to yet, or what if anyone from my work was ever to find out, or there's so many stories attached to why you don't want people to know. So you get to sit with your truth around who it is that you desire to have know this thing about you. For me, the benefits far, far, far outweigh any restrictions or limitations that it might place upon me. Like, well, my family are going to know it now and my family overseas are going to see <laughs> their, their crazy niece in Australia has gone wild on the internet. But ultimately, I sat in deep acceptance of who is meant for me will love me fully no matter what. Who is meant for me will love me fully no matter what. Like some people are like, what do your family think? And I was like, I didn't even ask them. I didn't tell anyone when I went live on Facebook. I didn't think about it. Didn't think about anyone needing to know my private information because I didn't want anyone's limiting beliefs getting into my mind and putting fears and limitations into me. I knew what I needed to do. And I also knew, fuck them. My family will fucking deserve to love me no matter what. I haven't done anything bad. I haven't hurt anyone. I'm here to help people, but most of all to help myself. My family will love me with this. My family will love me in my public expression of this. I deserve to be loved fully by my family and everyone else in my public expression of this. I deserve to be celebrated by my now partner and all my past partners too. In fact, I'm pretty sure my ex actually reached out the day that I put it up and told me that I was brave. I can't remember what he wrote to me, but he wrote something nice. He wrote something nice. I feel I got really deeply celebrated by everyone doing this. And the camera is now pointed at and directed on all the people who love and celebrate me fully. I can't, there's always going to be 10%. But just remember, it's 10%. It's 10% of the party when 90 are having a great time. It's 10% of Tinder, Bumble and Hinge when 90% would love an opportunity to be with you. And imagine if something so small, but yet massive as a dating bio and profile could massively change your life and your acceptance of self. It really was a thing that showed me I was projecting judgment at everyone else, assuming that they would judge me. And I was robbing people of the opportunity to love me. I was robbing people of the opportunity to get to know me. I was robbing people of the opportunity to date me, to potentially fuck me. 
I was robbing people of that opportunity by projecting my judgment and my internalized shame at them. And if you give people the opportunity to meet you where you desire to go, I think that you might be pleasantly surprised. And anyone who doesn't meet you there was never meant for you in the first place. Anyone who does not meet you there was never meant for you in the first place. So fam, this really wasn't a call forward to say, hey, put it on your dating platform and profiles, but just an invitation for you to consider where you're focusing your attention. Are you focusing it on the 10% or the 90? And remember, what you focus on expands. So if you're fixated on the 10% having a really bad time, the 10% who won't accept you, you're robbing yourself of the opportunity to even see and realize that 90% even exists because your head thinks the 10% is the entire room, but it's actually only 10%. And if you do this here, I bet you that you're doing this exact thing in so many other areas of your life. So I challenge you, I invite you to look outside the lens that you're currently looking through and give people an opportunity to meet you in your vulnerability. Stop robbing people of the opportunity to date you, to treat you with respect, to love you, to acknowledge you, to praise you for your courage, to praise you for your integrity. Give people an opportunity and you might be pleasantly surprised with what you'll be rewarded by. Remember, the cave that you fear to enter holds the treasure that you seek. I remember seeing that quote for six months prior, like all, I know you've heard it before, but six months prior to me going loud and proud about Herbie's on the internet, I used to see that quote everywhere. And I was like, fuck, the cave is me telling everyone, going public about my herpes diagnosis and the treasure is my acceptance and the treasure is my expression and the treasure is my radical self-expression regardless of my perceived thoughts about other people's perceived judgments. The treasure is my aligned partner. The treasure is my abundance. The treasure is my community who support and celebrate me. There's so much treasure, but I need to enter the cave. So whatever the cave is for you, whatever that cave represents for you, there is treasure inside, but you get to cultivate the internal courage, the internal worthiness to go there. I can hold your hand as you enter the cave. If you want to fucking come with me, if you want to join True Transformation, if you want to work with me one-on-one, I will fucking hold your hand as we step into that cave. But you have got to be willing. There fucking is treasure inside of it. And the reason that you're not feeling and receiving the treasure now is because you're not living from courage. You get to enter. You get to enter. What you want is inside. You've got to be brave. You get to be brave. You get to cultivate your own internal worthiness to live from bravery, to live from courage. And if you desire to go there with me, fuck, head to the link in my show notes because I would love to connect with you and walk you there. I have walked those steps and I've walked thousands more that didn't work. You do not need to guesswork your way through this journey. That's why working with a mentor who has gone through what you are going through is so, so, so powerful. They've walked all the steps that you desire to go and they've walked thousands more that didn't work for them. Working with someone who's gone through what you desire to break through and break free from is so powerful because they just remove the guesswork. Fam, I could go fucking on and on and on and on. It is my highest excitement to support women to break free from shame activate their voice, live from courage, live from bravery and start living their life alive, aligned and on fire. I'm fucking telling you, if you desire to break through and break free from whatever it is you're navigating, herpes, shame and or otherwise, I will take you there. I will handhold you, but not baby you and walk you into that cave because you deserve the treasure.
you deserve it, you deserve it, you deserve it. And your wounded ego fixated on the 10% is telling you that you don't. But I promise you, the 90% is in the fucking cave. So I've got myself so excited. I'm like, oh my God, I got dance class in 10 minutes. I'm so excited by this. I'm curious for you. What is the cave? What is the cave? What is the cave? What do you believe the treasure is? And why do you feel like you're resisting the walk-in? Fam, you are incredible. If this lit you up, lit you on fire, if you're desiring to work with me, if you are listening to this in real time, I have a two-day challenge coming up pretty short this weekend. Head to the link in my show notes. Make sure you secure one of your spots. Places are limited and it will fill out if you're desiring to break through and break free. I encourage you to come along to this two-day challenge because I'm going to light a fucking firecracker up some women's buttholes and you are going to feel inspired and excited like no other. If you want to bring in 2023 in a new way, a new way of being, let's fucking go fam. We're on. I hope you love today's episode just as much as I love recording it. You're all amazing. Fuck, it is 2023. We are here. We are on. We are alive. Are you feeling on fire? I know that I am. I hope you have the most beautiful, brilliant day. Let's fucking go. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you're desiring more from me right now, firstly, I love your eagerness. And secondly, let's make it happen. Check out the link in my show notes where you can receive more information on my books, breakthroughs, online webinars, all upcoming courses and programs, and how you can get started on your journey within my world today. I can't wait to be back in your ears next week. And trust me, you won't want to miss this episode.